hey, welcome to Kids from the Black Hole 2, <laughs> episode 2. We're talking about Green Album. We're talking about <laughs> Goat Punishment. What else are we going to talk about? I don't know. I don't know. Anything could come up. But I'm Anthony. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Anthony. I'm Amelia. Got our producer, Ricky, working the ones and twos. Oh, maybe um, I should move my hair behind my ears so I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? So, uh, Amelia. What's how- up? <laughs> hey, nothing much. Up? I'm doing good. Better than last podcast. I was like, I was telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a good mood. I'm positive. I'm... Me too. I'm in a great mood. Nice. I'm so excited. Let's talk about Weezer. Throw up your W's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think we have Weezer news this time. They've been keeping a low profile. Oh. They played Coachella. Did they? I didn't yeah, watch they, it. They did. It was a good set. They did their thing. I mean, now that we're talking so much about them, they definitely pop up in my, like, radar. Uh-huh. Um, I'll just go and, like, look up. Like, I got really stoned not too long ago and uh, watch a lot of YouTube videos. And I wanted to find the video of them uh, making their comeback. But, like you were saying, they came back for the, what was it called? The um, Fuji Rock Festival. And I got that confused with the Fresno show they did because that was, like, their big comeback show in the States. Yeah. So um, I was watching it and I was like, wait a minute, that's not Fresno. <laughs> there weren't that many people. <laughs> and yeah. so I was like, no, no, that's like that's not Fresno. You gotta you're in the wrong video. <laughs> so um I ended up finding the video where they are in Fresno. Uh-huh. I was like, oh my god, I was there. Did so, you see yourself in it? No, it's just uh, on rivers and like a small portion of the stage. Yeah. Um but I just remember being so like in love. And I was like, he looks so cool. Uh-huh. And it's just like a yellow shirt and brown pants. Like there's nothing Although that's a delicious combination when you do banana and chocolate, so. <laughs> um, not to out you online, oh. but uh, <laughs> but I think you mentioned that you had a little crush on Rivers. Oh my for a god, while. he was my dream guy. Uh, like you, I don't. He's not. You know, you, no one would say, "Oh wow, he's whew, swoon." Mm-hmm. But a lot of people did swoon. I wasn't alone. That's sweet. Yeah, so I, sw- I was hella swooned for nice. Rivers. Um, like, when they were doing autographs and stuff for the t-shirts and things like that, mm-hmm. I I waited in line, and, like, I was so nervous, and I couldn't even make eye contact. Like, I looked up when he was signing because I knew he wouldn't be looking at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was really nerve-wracking. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's so cool. I just thought he was the coolest. So, yeah, they've been on my radar, and I've been, like, looking up old stuff a lot lately. Yeah. Um, to revisit my youth, I guess. Um, not looking at anything current. Although, <laughs> although I'm seeing, because it's just everywhere. Like, yeah. the new stuff, the covers, and all that stuff. Yeah, they've been very active. Very active. And not only that, like, if I just leave YouTube going on my TV, eventually a Weezer video comes up, mm. and it's like, oh, there's the Take On Me video or something. So I kind of sit and watch it, just because, like, I can't, I feel bad skipping it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, but they're, they're in my radar. So mm-hmm. this podcast is definitely bringing them back into my little universe. Yes. Um, which is cool. But yeah. I, I'm still, like, always on the lookout for other new music anyway. Because, excuse me, because um, I wasn't aware of Weezer when um, the Green Album came out. I was, like, nine. Oh. I was, I was <laughs> too busy listening to Smash Mouth. Oh, wow. Uh, Pokemon soundtrack. You Hell know. yeah. Um, to be a master. <laughs> um 
So but, innocent. But you were there for it. You were already a Weezer I fan, was, right? Yeah, like 17, 18, um, when this is all going down. Um, so I guess let's go down the history. Let's go down, you know, memory lane for just a minute. Mm-hmm. So when this is happening, I moved in with my grandmother, and she lived close to the city college that I was going to. So it just <clears throat> made sense for me to move in with her because I could just walk to school. Yeah. Um, and she gave me so much freedom that I'd never had before. Mm-hmm. My life was constantly monitored. Like, remember when I said Weezer came to town, I was not allowed to go. Oh, yeah, you said that. Yeah, yeah. so it was like, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't go anywhere. It was very sheltered. And I moved in when I'm, like, 18, and she's like, yeah, there's your room. Come and go as you please. Here's the key. Just, you know, if you're going to stay out, let me know. I was like, oh, nice. okay, well, I'm not going to go anywhere. But uh-huh. Okay. And so it was this, like, new world of freedom. And uh, so, and then I had heard, you know, Weezer's coming out the new album. I'd already gone to like the reunion show. I'd already gone to the birthday bash um, mm-hmm. at Wildwater Adventures Park. What was that about? That was the New Rock 104 Wildwater uh, birthday bash. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it was New Rock 104's birthday. Yeah. Of some, I don't know what year. Yeah, and this is Fresno, California. This is Fresno, California. Oh. So our rock state or our alternative alternative rock station was New Rock 104, and. Um, yeah, they were like, Weezer's coming. I was mm-hmm. like, well, I guess I'm going. I went by myself again because I went to Warped Tour by myself. Um, nice. I respect <laughs> someone who goes to shows alone. I, I didn't have any friends. Or, like, my friends were just not interested. So I was like, well, I guess I'll go to this alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so that alone was scary. Yeah, Because I went by myself, and I was living with an aunt and uncle at the time, and they were like, you're on your own. Like, we don't know how you're getting home or what, but you can go. You bought your ticket. Go ahead and go. Yeah. Uh, so I went and it was kind of scary. I met a couple of like friends from school there, but I didn't hang out with them. Mm-hmm. And that was when they filmed like a small, like Carl filmed a small video for the website and I was in it and like oh, I was going sick. down the line and I saw myself in the video and I was like, Oh my God, that's me waving. So, um, and then I got my t-shirt signed that night too. And, um, yeah, so I got to see them there. So I had already seen them a couple of times. This is just before I moved in with my grandmother. So, yeah. and then I got this newfound freedom and started meeting dudes. <laughs> Started meeting dudes, going out, and they were taking me to Weezer. So I was like, hell yeah, this is awesome. Nice. Yeah. Days of Napster where, again, like last time I said that I was looking for any Weezer content I could Mm -hmm. find. And meeting people through that because Napster had chat rooms. And it's like, yo, can you leave (laughs) up your Napster so I can, like, download all your Weezer songs? I'm like, yes. What's your name, bro? That's that's like like nerd second base. (laughs) It really is. So that 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 was my life going into the green album. <laughs> wow. So okay. So let's recap. Yeah. You're, you're 18. You're tasting freedom for the first time. Freedom. You're going to Weezer shows left and right. Yes. Um, dudes who are recording you are trading B sides with you. Oh yeah. And, the, and things are heating up pretty much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're in like a Weezer re- renaissance. I am. And so okay. So are you? So you hear that the Green Album's coming out. Are you excited? Oh, my God. So excited. Um, Yeah, I was, like, saving up money to get it. Um... I had, this dude sent yeah. me like a burned copy. I was like, I don't need that, dude. I'm gonna buy it. Who do you think I am? Like, I don't Be- need that. Because CDs were like twenty bucks back then, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and in two thousand money, that was probably that was like, like two thousand one. Yeah, that was probably like thirty bucks. I don't know, I so, guess. I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't a lot, but I knew I put money. Like, I was like, um, this is my Weezer money. I'm going to buy yeah. some Weezer stuff with this. So. 
So you're, you're saving your money. Yeah. Dudes left and right. Well, not left. Just like left and one, right. There's one on the left and one on the right. <laughs> are, we'll just say that. Are coming coming through being like, yo, let's go see Weezer. I'm like, yes, okay. Nice. And so, okay, so the album comes out. You get it. Oh man, so excited. Okay, so you have it. What yeah. Do, what do you think for like first impressions? Uh, I really liked it. Oh, I wow. really did. Except I didn't like Hashpipe because I thought it was kind of corny. I know. Thank you. I thought it was really See, corny. Okay. I didn't. I don't want. I don't. But it was the yeah. single. It was a single that came out and like. It's like don 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 don. Yeah, that song's corny and as hell. People dude. were into it. People are still into it. I like, know. <laughs> they I, are. I, yeah, it's it's weird. Like that's for, on the Green Album. Um, that's the one song that I skip. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I'm. I don't get the appeal, but people love it, and they were onto something because that was the like. Isn't that the first single? I think. Yeah. And it took off. People loved it. That's so funny. Yeah, good for them. I don't, don't care for yeah. Hashpipe. It was just kind of silly. It was yeah. kind of corny. I mean, I, I guess it's fun, but it's not uh, my favorite. So first impression, if that was like the first single, it's kind of like, eh. But, you know, putting it on, I think uh, Don't Let Go is the first one. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm listening still. Let's keep going. I'll, I'm not going to let go. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> I heeded his advice. Didn't like go, and then we got into photograph, and photograph I really, really liked. Yeah, it's nice and slow, and kind of like a bounce along type song, mm-hmm. and it was really good, and I enjoyed it. Um, and then as we went along, there's there's definitely some bright spots in the album, and then there's some spots where I just like, eh, you know, these songs are good, but they're not um, they're not great. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what I when I kind of walk away from it, I'm like, well, that wasn't it wasn't the blue album, but it also wasn't. It wasn't the B-sides. It wasn't It wasn't Pinkerton. Uh, it was just kind of a whole new Weezer. It okay. was, like, cleaner, squeaky, squeakier. Yeah. More, like, produced. Yeah. Because um, they, had, they had good producers for their other albums, mm-hmm. but yeah, there was something different about them. Rick Ocasek produced the first album and then this album, right? Uh, yeah. I believe so, yeah. yeah. And that's interesting. That's cool that you're able to appreciate it. Yeah. As it came out. Yeah. Nice. And and as, like, someone who was so in love with the first two and the B-sides, um, and even, like, you know, just, like, uh, being a, a ba- big fan of movies because Weezer's on the sound, like, Mallrats had Suzanne, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is my favorite movie. Angus. <laughs> Angus, Angus had, had, yep. Um, what is they have? Uh, you threw out, you, you, wait, no. I, no, not, I just threw out, did it? I think. You gave your love to me softly with oh, that one. Oh yeah, I okay. think that sounds right. I might be wrong. Yeah. It was one of those B sides. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, and again, another solid soundtrack and wonderful movie. So you know, there's it's like a, a weird affection for those early '90s, um, going to the early 2000s Weezer songs. Nice. Yeah. Um, what was the reception like of it? coming out. I want to say people like were really stoked. I was buying everything like AP, Rolling Stone, Spin. I was yeah. buying all those magazines because I was like what are the reviews? What do people think? <laughs> Not that I cared, like, but like, but, but it, do people think it's good? Yeah. Because exactly. I was still kind of on the fence like do I like it or don't I like it? You know? Yeah. How do I really feel about it? Am I liking it only because it's Weezer and I'm being like uh-huh. a Weezer you know? Yeah. Fangirl and like, oh no, this is great. And like, oh, really, it's wow, not that great. Funny. 
Um, no, but it, I think it was really good. And it had some nice. really good music videos that came out of yes. it, too. Because yeah, music we, videos were really important around that time. So yeah. kind of are, I guess. Yeah, we were talking about this before we mm-hmm. were recording, but, like... The first video for Island in the Sun is great. The, it's great. Uh, the wedding. It's, yeah. Oh, so good. So uh, good. Especially us being California kids. Yeah. We've been to a lot very of... Very California. Yeah, it's hella California. And Weezer's uh, very California, too, even though we, Rivers isn't from California. Th- it still kind of exudes, like, a very California yeah, vibe. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, I think Rivers said that Weezer is what California feels like when, um, when tra- transplants... Moving to California. Yeah, I get um, that. Exude it. Yeah. Because I think they're all from out of state. I, but you know what? It's kind of cool in the sense that we sometimes don't appreciate it. Like, when we see someone else appreciating it, we're like, oh, yeah, we, this is really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, our yeah, stores I, are cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our I, shops and our small towns are neat. Yeah, it's, it's a very cute video, very sweet video. Cool. Like, it had a million opportunities for, like, Weird shitty stereotypes, yeah. but it just was it just cute was, and nice. Yeah, yeah. And you got our boy Mikey Welsh in it. Mikey Welsh the, in it. If I'm not mistaken, the only... Oh, well, he was in Hashpipe, right? Yeah. But one of the only videos mm-hmm. where he's in it, mm-hmm. and he's got that cool um, leopard print yeah. guitar strap, which <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping my out for. <laughs> if anyone sees that... You know where to, yeah. to who to hit up. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, and that you know what too. Um, finding out that like Matt was no longer in the band and that it was going to be Mikey, I was like, well, who, oh, who yeah. the heck is Mikey? And you know, it him turning out to be like this lovable dude. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, when the first time I saw him, and then the, and then like getting his autograph and stuff like that, I was like, yeah, this dude is awesome. Uh-huh. I loved him. I thought he was great. Yeah, yeah, Mikey's great. And then oh. hearing later, you know, like, he just kind of had a nervous breakdown, mm-hmm. and he had had, you know, mental um, uh, health issues and yeah. stuff, and that's, like, valid, and it's, like, mm-hmm. you don't really know until you get older, and you're like, yeah, I could see how that could happen, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing I was really excited about, because cause you and friend of the show, Sam, uh-huh. um, for my birthday a long time ago, gave me... Oh. Yeah. A pick guard autographed by Weezer in this era. Yeah. And I was very excited because it had Mikey's on it. Yeah. I was like, it's funny how it. that, and that was like a gift from a friend to me for my birthday. And it just made sense. Like, this, it's kind of like your favorite book, and you just kind of hand it down to someone mm-hmm. and you hope that they, like, you know, cherish it and appreciate yeah. it. And maybe even someday when they're like, yeah, this is a phase of my life that's over. I met someone who's like so stoked. Mm-hmm. You would give it to them or something. You don't have to. I'm not saying you have to, but mm-hmm. uh, it was just, it just felt like the right thing to oh. do. Oh, no. It's, you know? it's, it's going to someone. <laughs> someone it was, it's in cool the trash. Because no. <laughs> Mikey did sign it. It's got so much like heart on it now. No, no I, I was very stoked on it. Um, mm. I don't know if I told you this, mm. but I graduated around the same time I got that. Oh. And so that's like a graduation gift. Yeah, and so I bought a frame for that first. Cute. That's what I'm saying. There's a nicer frame around my Weezer pick card than <laughs> diploma? my diploma. Yes. And <laughs> another funny. thing, my diploma is still in a weird corner in my room. Yeah. And the, the Weezer pick guard is, is like out on, right, on display. right up proudly on display. Yes. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Like I I was really happy around this time. So the green album does kind of bring out a lot of happy memories mm-hmm. cuz I was meeting, you know, people who are my best friends now and 
you know, just going out and seeing things and going to shows where I'd never gone before. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it w- it's just a good time in my life. I, it wasn't mm-hmm. like turbulent or anything. It's definitely confusing. Yes. Because it's like, whoa, all these like things are happening and I don't know if this is the right thing to do or if this is the wrong thing to yeah, do. Yeah, because that's the kind of thing w- where you get have no freedom and then all of a sudden yeah. it's freedom. It's, so really being... It's a lot of fun and then a little bit of guilt. And it was kind of scary too because I had still struggled with like anxiety, like social anxiety. Um, it was really hard for me to go get a job. Yeah. You know, school as it was was hard. Like mm-hmm. going to college, I went to city college and I had just like a kind of paralyzing fear of going out, yeah. you know? So um, I was really going through some weird things in that sense, but... Because this is all happening, there's these shows that are going on. I like they were things I didn't want to miss, and I was I forced myself to go out, you know. And mm-hmm. I went to two two shows by myself, even though it was like risking being yeah. <laughs> murdered. Maybe. Yeah, which yeah, I, I get. <laughs> Especially as a young woman, that's super. It was it was crazy. Scary, yeah, super. getting home. I don't even remember how I got home, but yeah. I managed to find a way to get home, and it was like terrifying because there yeah. were dudes who were like, "What's up? You need a ride?" And like, "Nope, I got uh, this. I'm good." Yeah. And you know, I'm just, I'm just I was just a little kid, so mm. I can't. You know, it was it was a weird time, but also I can only look back on it fondly. Um, yeah. Because the videos for that were came out for even Hashpipe was a fun video. Yeah. You'd say know? so. Yeah. Solid. The song was weird, but the, the video was fun. Um, and it's kind of like being a Star Wars fan for me. I'm always happy with any content I can get. Yeah. So when Weezer content is coming out, I was stoked. I was like, yes, gimme, 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 gimme. Uh-huh. I, want, I want all the posters. I want all the t-shirts. Give them to me. I want them. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because the reason why I ask um, how it was received back in the day mm. is that um, I read a Pitchfork review on the Green Album. They were pretty harsh on it. And yeah. they said that it was like... The episode one for Weezer. <laughs> oh my Cause, god! Because it's like all this good shit, and then, mm. then a long wait, and then finally. Yeah, boom. yeah. It was a six-year gap from yes. Pinkerton to that. Yeah. Yeah, Which, and not only that. Let's talk about Goat Punishment in between uh-huh. too, because that's when they're um, they're bringing out Goat Punishment. Yeah. And so, okay, to kind of clarify. I misunderstood because I thought Goat Punishment was only like a Nirvana or like covers only. And so I had only heard the Nirvana covers. Yeah. And I thought this was so cool, so sick. And then uh, there was like Oasis covers. I'm like, oh, that's all right. I like Oasis, but I like Nirvana more. So. Yeah. And then I didn't realize that they were kind of just doing sets as Goat Punishment and people were catching on. Yeah. You know, but I, I thought it was really cool. So I was like, well, look, Weezer's doing cool things. Mm-hmm. Maybe this green album's going to be crazy. Oh, so you already knew of Goat Punishment yeah. before. Yeah. I mean, I oh, guess funny. if you're kind of in the forums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're deep in. <laughs> Getting emails. <laughs> you're deep in Weezer. <laughs> yeah. I mean,. I was kind of not really paying that much attention, but, you know, I would read music magazines, yeah. so we knew that they were coming out with stuff, but, like, as fans, you kind of know, like, what is this t-shirt that people are wearing? What is that? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Goat Punishment. What? What's Goat Punishment? Dude, you don't know, you know? So How it kind of just goes into that. Nice. Yeah, because um, there were t-shirts. They made t-shirts where, yeah. you know. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, all of the Weezer lineup in that moment, except for the drummer? I think the mm-hmm. um, Pat was off doing something. Yeah. Doing Pat stuff. Pat stuff. And, Pat things. Yeah. And so they got a new guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drunk for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's still fun, though. So yeah. I kind of thought, I, I mean, I was surprised at what 
the Green Album was, but mm-hmm. I still liked it. But it wasn't like, wow. Like when Pinkerton came out, I was like, wow, this is sick. Yeah. It sounded different. It didn't sound like the Blue Album, but it sounded like gritty mm-hmm. and fun. And, but also kind of angry and snobby. And I was like, yeah. Just like you. <laughs> gritty, fun, <laughs> angry, and snobby. Angry and snobby. So <laughs> that, um, that's exactly it, yeah. Nice. But um, it, it didn't turn out that way. It's kind of sparkly. Exactly, yeah. It's super clean, super... Super clean, super... Even um, the cover itself is, like, really sparkly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Weezer doing Nirvana covers. Yes. There's a conspiracy theory online. It's old oh. now. That's... Um, oh. That Kurt faked his death <laughs> and started Weezer. <laughs> no. No. I think it's true. Because Come on. I mean, Who's feeding you this garbage? <laughs> Nah, it, it's fun to think about, though. It is fun to think about, but it's yeah, silly. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you just want to be funny. Yeah. You're trying to get a laugh. Good but, job. But you no, got, if you're you listening right now, out of me. if you're listening right now, look it up. <laughs> um, Kurt Cobain turned into Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> just look it up. Morphed. It's like a lizard people. <laughs> <laughs> just shed his skin and became Rivers. Uh. Oh, no, I just started a new conspiracy. <laughs> Unless yes. that was one that existed, and I didn't even know. Probably. Yeah. But you're, giving, you're giving new air to it, which uh, is nice. Let's breathe new life into yeah. this conspiracy. Did See, you... When, okay, so let's... When... Uh, you said you are just a kid uh-huh. when this is coming out. So you're, it it's not out. on your radar. Yeah. At what point does it get into your, um, like, sphere? Well, I, I would hear, like, um, Island in the Sun randomly yeah. because it was everywhere. Yeah. And it felt... It felt super like Hollywoody, super like clean. Super yeah, it is really poppy. Hollywoody um, and clean. And then, <laughs> I think this was one of the, but the Green Album is one of the first Squeezer albums I listened to because my sister had a burnt copy of it <laughs> because um, I think I had listened to the Blue Album and mm-hmm. so I was all about the Blue Album. Mm-hmm. And my sister, she's all about music, and she has a million CDs. And so I was like, hey, you got any Weezer CDs? <laughs> she's like, and, do I? And she was like, uh, I got the one that Island on the Sun is. And I think I was looking for Pinkerton at the time. Because <laughs> oh. I, I heard how like notorious it was, but I was like, okay, fine. Uh, all right, I'll take what you yeah. got. <laughs> and then I listened to it, and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But I, I think even back then I was a little bit like... Underwhelmed. Yeah, underwhelmed. Yeah. Like this is Weezer with the condom on. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Like, Where's like the it's, lie though. Uh, it's, and then they started putting more condoms on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just all condoms. It's all condoms. All condoms. All condoms. Um, yeah, it's my my stock answer about the Green Album has been. You really wanted to talk about the Green Album, though. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's always been, um, it all sounds like the same song, uh, but it's a good song. Yeah, it's like, like one big, long, good song. Like, yeah. Because, Ups and downs. Because listening to it now, it's super short, which I like. Yeah. Because it's under 30 minutes, so it's I could, true. It I could really just is. blow through it. Yeah. Um, Get your morning started, and you're like, oh, that's done. Now it's, it's hard to remember which parts are a part of which song, just because oh, everything kind of leads together for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, but... But no, it, it's solid. Like I, I mean, I feel like this was the beginning of what feels like Rivers' um, formula. Yes. You know, um, because if I remember correctly, too, with interviews um, in magazines and on television, he was like talking about how he figured out a formula of mm-hmm. how to write songs, and he yeah. had like he was doing songs every day or a song a day, mm-hmm. um, and this is when he was kind of isolating himself too, and he's just figuring out what worked for him. 
formulaic wise, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. And so when it can't, you're right. It does sound like one giant song because mm-hmm. I think it's a part of that formula he had formed for himself. Yes. And you know, and they do work like to an extent. There, there, it, there's it's like highs and lows mm-hmm. throughout the album because there's songs that I really don't care uh, to listen to. Yes. That I don't mind skipping through, or that I didn't catch. Like if I have it running in the house, and I'm like, uh, "What song's next?" Oh, "Photograph Perfect," because that's mm-hmm. the one I like, you know, or yeah. something like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I feel if that's it. You're right. Like it did kind of just feel like one that one big song that's around that time where he's like, "Yeah, I got a formula." Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I wanted to bring up because I think if I'm remember, remembering right, he said that like he took all the emotion out of his songs. These are just songs now. Yeah. And that's what it feels like. It feels like... And then that's where it all went downhill. In, in like a weird dystopian universe, this would be the alternative album that everyone gets. Yeah. Um, like, it's it's a good album. It's a solid album. Yeah. But it, But are we only saying that because we like Weezer, or is it really? No, because, I mean, we, we hate some Weezer albums. We definitely... <laughs> That's true. Yeah, well, but see, this is the catalyst for me where I'm like, I don't think I'm going to get the next record. Okay. Yeah, and then what what was the next one that came um, out? Um, Maladroit. Was it Maladroit? Yeah. I listened to, like, the first three songs, and I kind of checked out. Yeah. And I was like, okay, he does have a formula, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's the funny thing, because I think after the last podcast I told you that with most later Weezer albums, mm-hmm. there's a chunk of good songs and a chunk of very bad songs. Yeah. Maladroit is the only album I can think of where the good and bad are mixed within the song. Oh. Like, they'll be like, like oh, this part's <laughs> sick, and then, like, a really boring part, and yeah. then, oh, this part's sick. That's why I was really excited when this this idea even came up because then it's like I never really made myself listen to them. So how do I know if I really like those records or not? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I kind of want to look at it just from like as a music critic. I'm not yeah. a music critic, but uh-huh. let me go back because I know what I like. I don't think I have the worst taste in music, but no, solid. It's all right. I think I have okay. Chill. I have an okay taste, I, I, but taste. You know, it's everyone has their own taste, mm-hmm. and you can't really be too judgmental. And someone's like, "I like EDM." And you're like, "Good for you, dude." Yeah. What's the best EDM? <laughs> <laughs> Can you make some recommendations? You know, because like I don't know that world. Mm-hmm. So, I guess if I'm gonna be fair, I should really listen to those records. So starting yeah. this podcast just felt like this is fair as for me as a fan to not shit on like New Weezer. Mm-hmm. You know. And be be fair exactly. and go back and really listen and go, yeah. was this a well made song? Like but like if you're if he's not putting like emotion in it, then like what is the point though? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, like how do you connect to a song when you don't really feel the lyrics or you don't feel like it's coming from a genuine place? That's a tricky thing because skipping ahead, um, the White Album has a song, uh, Summer Elaine Drug Dory. It's a very mm-hmm. fun song mm-hmm. and I like it. Um, he did a podcast where he talked about his process writing the song, mm. and it and it was his formula. It was um, mm. it was uh, I took this chord progression because I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I sang a melody over it, so I had a mm-hmm. melody, and then I heard someone say "Summer Lane," and then heard someone else say "Drunk Dory," and I was like, "Oh, that's a good title." Mm. And then the rest was kind of stream of conscious yeah. stuff that he collected. So it was all like a puzzle piece of right. And so that's one thing. That you almost have to reconcile is like, okay, so this song doesn't literally mean anything, right? But it's still generating an emotion. Oh, so okay. Is that, I got it. Well, let's go ahead and is, go into is that. that um, is that worth? Does that make the song still worth it? Yeah. Like, because it reminds me of um, kind of the 
Dada movement in the, I want to say early 20th century. I have no clue. Um, <laughs> but but it was kind of the beginning. It's kind of like hoity-toity old punk rock. Right. Where, where it's like a lot of collages, a lot of like mm-hmm. art, like why the fuck not? Let's do this. Yeah. Like, and part of it was cutting up newspapers, picking words out of a hat and mm-hmm. making a poem out of it. Right. Um, and, and even though you could say, oh, that's just some random shit, mm-hmm. it still generates an emotion. Yeah. And it was still organized maybe, maybe randomly or maybe in a way that the author was like, oh, this, mm-hmm. this feels good. Right. It's kind of like those um, internet posts where they they have like a little prompt and then they're like, let your autocorrect do the rest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like it, those are fun. I think I was telling y'all um, last time mm. that I wrote a song <laughs> that way. And, oh. and it was completely, it was, I, was, I barely edited it, <laughs> right. but it was, barely, it was completely um, my phone spitting it out. And I That's was like, funny. this captures. Your phone's got bars? Yeah. I was like, this captures my voice. This is, this captures. This is me. Yeah, this <laughs> captures the neediness that I'm feeling right now. How funny. Yeah. And so. That's interesting. I mean, the same thing with Kurt Cobain, because. Mm. He said all the time that like, oh, my lyrics don't mean anything. I, yeah. I just, um, I just, I write the song and then I um, write the lyrics yeah. in the studio. Yeah. Um, and I think one side of it can be like, oh, okay, you're right. Those lyrics don't mean anything. Yeah. Another side could be, so that's like almost stream of consciousness. That's. Yeah. But you know what? And it just makes sense sometimes to do that because if you are, just as someone who who's written songs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I overthink the lyrics, it changes my melody yeah. or it changes like the cadence in which I like sing mm-hmm. it and it kind of ruins the song a little bit. Yeah. So doing it that way, imagine if he had spent too much time putting in the lyrics, they may not sound or feel the way that they're, they do to us now, yes. you know? So that does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Sometimes I have to go back and be like, well, I guess I have to go back to saying what well, that stupid verse that I don't really like, but <laughs> it sounds better, you know? Uh-huh. So yeah, I get that. I get yeah. It. That, that's the thing too. I, I've written songs too, where it was more stream of conscious and less literal. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, this gets closer to the truth than if I were to (laughs) literally, literally say, say what I was gonna say, (laughs) but instead I'm just like spitting. Yeah. I guess. So if that's really what he's doing, I don't know. But then maybe he's just not that good at it. Oh, shit. (laughs) That was my phone. Sorry. I should have put the ringer off. No, it's all good. (laughs) Anyway, that's like the second time that's (laughs) happened to me in a podcast. (laughs) I never learn. <laughs> you gotta let them know that this is real right I now. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm glad we do this podcast because I do want to go back. Because going through the catalog, I'm like, damn, there's a lot of records. I just was like, nope. Yes, pass, exactly. Me too. Pass, pass. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, um, I would love for a future episode to be a double that we both never listened yeah. to. Yeah. And that. It's an album that's probably trash, but we're gonna but let's we're gonna force to it. go through it. I'm anyway. gonna put it on loop. It's gonna suck because it's gonna be like in my account. Like, wow, you listened to this record this many times, but I guess know, what? yeah, our, <laughs> it's our, for work. Yeah, our Spotify <laughs> year ends. My yeah. recommendations are gonna. Oh, it's gonna. Suck. Like, oh my god. Well, our year in review will be all laser. <laughs> 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 this is a little off topic, but my, one of my favorite. <laughs> 
memes or whatever ever is um is the this parody of a um of a Spotify what you listen to playlist <laughs> yeah. and it was like like your most listened to song tired of sex you only listen to this song all year what the fuck and then and then genre it's like alternative rock power pop emo I don't know what you call this music what do you nerd. even call this yeah <laughs> But, but yeah. the Green Album, you're saying it represents a time where yeah, you were a fairly happy really free, time. kind of coming of age. Pretty much. Yeah, it was yeah. like a coming of age time. I remember, like, my best friend at the time, we were, like, walking down, uh, you know, like, a corridor, and she was like, did you get it? And I was <laughs> like, yes. Duh. <laughs> so that was, that was my life at that time. <laughs> Not much has changed. <laughs> Not much has changed. It's almost exactly the same. So, but yeah, I mean, it was a good time. It was mm-hmm. fun. I had a great, I had a good life around that time. Oh, nice. That's I good. was happy. Good. It was a fun time. Good. Confusing, but fun. Yeah, that's kind of what this album, what this album's for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a good like, I'm young, crushing on people. Yeah. Kind of album because I remember. Very vividly, um, photograph, if uh-huh. you want, you can mm-hmm. get, yeah, um, I remember listening to that song before I was, when I was driving to Merced College, our equivalent oh, of Fresno City, right. um, because I had a crush on this girl oh. in, um, in English class, oh. and so I'd listen to that to, like, pump me up, <laughs> like, all right, let's go. Motivate me. Yeah. If I want it, I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I gotta reach out and grab it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reading into it too much, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's some fun songs. There's definitely yes. some fun songs. There were really nice videos. Because mm-hmm. um, I was still stoked about music videos at that time. It's like, oh, who's going to direct the music videos? Are they going to mm-hmm. get Sophie Mueller again? Um, no, it was it was Marcos it was Siega. Mm-hmm. And he did a couple for Weezer, I want to say. Um, he did like the, what is it, Gone Fishing one? Oh, like the, the, Muppets. the Muppets one. He did that one, oh, I wow. believe. I, I want to say he did. It looks cool. like his style, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Spike Jones did the one with the animals, and that was cute, too. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's cute, but I like the other one better. Yes. Oh, oh definitely. So. <laughs> so there were some cute music mm-hmm. videos. They had Mikey at the time, and Mikey was really fun. I yeah, loved he, him, and yeah, I was happy was, with like him being the new bassist. Yeah, he was a great addition. Yeah. Um, Scott's fine. Um <laughs> Oh, it sounds like you got some opinions on that. <laughs> I don't have feelings about it at all. Uh, yeah, Scott's fine. Um, He's cool. Solid dude. Solid dude. Um, nice guy. But yeah, Mikey. Mikey's kind of my dude. My dude too. Um, I liked my Mikey a lot. So you wrote down some standout songs. What are your standout uh, songs? Well, this? like my favorite were Photograph, Island, and Sun and Crab. Okay. I like uh, Crab a lot. Okay. Yeah. Talk to me about Crab. Like. Uh, it just sounds kind of moody. It's like the moodiest song to me. Yeah. I think on yeah. the record. Um, so you got Photograph, which is really sweet, you know, a nice little, not ballad, but uh-huh. bouncy sort of fun song. Yeah. Ireland in the Sun is a nice little slow song, you know, that's really chill. Mm-hmm. And then Crab just is kind of moody. Um, and it's like kind of like the sassiest they got, I think, on the record. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, that is a sassy. See, that's, I think, um, Island, no, um. Um, Hashpipe went too far in that. I think Crab was the perfect yeah, was kind of amount of, sassy. of sass. Yeah, and like, I, was like, I could take this kind of sass. Yeah. Don't put that corny sass in my face. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, those are those are my three favorite when they do come on. It's like, oh, I like these ones a lot. Um, but 
after, you know, there's just a few, like, oh, girl, it ends with, oh, girlfriend, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of slow, and eh, I just, I felt underwhelmed towards oh, the end. Oh, funny. Yeah, because that's, like, a standout track for me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Taking pills and mellowing out. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, oh, girlfriend. Oh, yeah, oh, girlfriend, that's a standout for me. Um, I think. It's okay. I think Don't Let Go is solid. Start, like, yeah. boom, 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 boom. And, of course, Island in the Sun. Of course. I have a specific memory with that. Um, it, <laughs> listeners of the last podcast would know oh. that I had a... That I felt very weird about my love life in <laughs> high school, in college, huh. and so the first years, first girl I dated, we were going to McDonald's of all places, of all places, um, and Island in the Sun started playing, and that's when I realized, oh shit, I'm on a date. Oh, because like we were like quote unquote homies, and turning then, into something more. Yeah, thanks to Island in the Sun. Yeah, yeah. When that song played, I was like, oh shit, I think we're on a date. <laughs> Wait, so was it a date? It kind of was. It, was huh? it the date? The first date? I, I guess it was. Did you? Was it sitting down at McDonald's? or? I think we were just go? picking up food, but I think we sat down at her place. Um, yeah, it, it was a weird thing because... What did you listen to at her place? We, we didn't Weezer? listen much. I th- <laughs> was it Weezer? <laughs> uh, but I was listening to so much Weezer at that time. Yeah. Yeah, poor, poor thing. As, as much as much as I, I'm mad at this person for like so many like weird little, little mistake, mistakes you make when you're young and yeah. and trying to find love, I I feel so bad for putting her through so much Weezer uh, at that time. A lot of Pinkerton, a lot of Blue Album. You know that is funny because same uh, around like early dating, early college years. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of Weezer. Yeah. And I, that the person who had to hear all that Weezer is like, I, I don't care if I ever hear the Blue Album again, you know? <laughs> oh my so that person <laughs> like really cared a lot to Yo. be able to listen to the Blue Album on repeat because it was the only CD I brought for the road trip. Oh, shit. Or it was like the only one that was in that we could... I don't know. There was a reason that it played the whole time, so... <laughs> you know, um, when everything um, will be all right in the end came out, mm-hmm. I was listening to that on repeat. repeat. Oh, no. And um, this is probably year two when me and Gabby, my girlfriend now, um, were dating, and um, I was like three songs into it, <laughs> and she like just hit stop. She was like, <laughs> "I'm tired of li- listening to Rivers Cuomo." I was like, "It's Rivers Cuomo, Gabby." Gabby. <laughs> What a charming little conversation you had. Rivers Cuomo's. <laughs> She's not wrong. <laughs> True. Aww. True. That's so sweet. <laughs> That's cute. No, even now it comes up with with friends. Like, mm. like me and Gabby's friend, Azrael, um, um, they listened to the podcast, the first podcast, mm. which is sick. Mm-hmm. And, um, like we were talking about Pinkerton and all that. And I'm like, Oh, again, yeah. I'm tired of all. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, uh, um, it is, there's a weird point though, as a fan where you're like, yeah, I'm not going to put that on. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's okay. If that doesn't play for another couple exactly. years, it's, you know, it's like, um, I'm tired about making all my friendships about <laughs> Weezer. <laughs> Why do I do this? I mean, it makes sense. Why am I like this? <laughs> I guess that's the destiny because that's what they were. They picked up on. 
all yeah, your friendships so, are based uh, on whether they like Weezer or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think after like playing shows and like small DIY shows where you have no like common interest in the same music as mm-hmm. the people you're like hanging out with. You kind of let that stuff go and yeah. like, well, what's your favorite band? Oh, Weezer. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you, you know? Do you find it where? I don't know if you have this, but I have this where I don't like enough obscure bands, and they'll like name something crazy. And I'm like, oh, I don't I, know who that no is. No, you is. know what? I have no problem saying I don't know because I don't oh, want to nice. like look stupid and be like. Yeah, hold on, let me Google that real quick. Yeah. Because I've done that before, and you just look like a weenie when yeah. they're like, oh, did did you like that newest like record? And you're like, oh, I haven't picked it up yet. Uh-huh. I'll listen to that later, you know? So at this point, when someone's like, hey, have you ever heard of this band? Or like, hey, so-and-so's coming to California. You're like, I honestly don't know who that is. <laughs> I ain't going to front. I don't know who that is. Are they good? Yeah, I find myself <laughs> saying that a lot. Like, oh, I don't know them. Or the old nugget of, I've heard of them. I, I haven't heard them. And that's true, because you, being in the so- social circles that we are in, you do kind of hear about bands. You're like, I don't know who that is. But yeah. they seem to be talking about it, and that sounds cool. But yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, I heard you talk about them, but I don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's kind of a weird shame in not knowing obscure bands. But I've always kind of been into, like, um, twee and stuff like that. Yeah. So it, as a fan, you, you discuss, it's kind of like um, uh, a domino effect. You hear this one band, and it dominoes into the next band, mm-hmm. and the next band, and the next band. And you go into origins of, like, oh, this started off, like, over <laughs> here, you know. So I guess... In a sense, there's still times where, like, I'll meet a, a person and they're like, do you like this band? And you're like, honestly, I never got around to listening to them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they're really good. If you like them, you'll like them. I'm like, okay. Nice. I mean, that's that's a nice person. There's mm-hmm. also people who shame you and be like, poser. <sighs> Fuck them. <laughs> I, hope, so. I hope every person who has ever done that, <laughs> I hope they each individually... <laughs> catch a disease so rare <gasps> that they have to name it after themselves. Oh, wow. That's a curse, I hope friend. that happens tonight. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so hateful. Who hurt you? Uh, society, man. <laughs> but, yeah, to, yeah, I mean, there's a weird sort of shame, but I'm kind of over it now. Yeah. As I've gotten older, I'm like, eh, I don't care. Yeah. Are you going to really shame me for not knowing this obscure ass band? Yeah, like, get up. out of my face. Get out of, yeah. <laughs> Do I'll, you like Weezer? <laughs> then get out of my face, yeah, bro. You don't like Weezer. <laughs> we can't get, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but you've actually turned me out on a lot of good twee bands through through your zine, Pansy Pop. Yeah, and sometimes I don't feel like there's enough like obscurity in it. But mm-hmm. I'm just trying to find songs that yeah. are fun. Yeah, you're just trying to listen. I'm trying to, to curate music. a nice like playlist for a drive. Yeah, that's there pretty you much go. it. So that's all we're. Uh, at the end of the day, that's all we're trying that's to do. That's all we're trying to do, man. Yeah. I'm down to anybody. Like, I've seen, that just seems to be something that's happening a lot in the last few days, but making mixtapes for people on mm-hmm. Spotify. Like, I've never done that for anybody, but I've been making my own mix for oh, myself yeah. right now. Um, oh, I got well, one, too. Uh, you know what? This is going off the rails, but I kind of want to see what's on your mix. Really? Yeah. Okay, and- let's share mixes. If anyone's out there listening and wants to share a mix, yeah. like, let's tell a mix. Yeah, yeah let's, <laughs> yeah, let's go. Because I, I made a mixtape, too. Oh, you I, did? Actually, it's... How funny. Mine's really sad, though, because I'm going through some Dude, some sad times. Yo, mine's sad, too. What? Mine, mine's, like... Sad twins. Aw. <laughs> like, um... Sad times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> let me see. Okay, let me go to... What do I got? Oh, here we go. So, yeah... Uh, I just got 
a playlist here. Wait, where is it? Oh, I lost it. Playlists. Yes. Um, I called it Sad Girl Dance Party. Sick. <laughs> See, that's awesome. I named mine April 2019. <laughs> I don't know. Sad Girl Dance Party doesn't sound too fun. <laughs> Uh, well, what do you want to share? Okay, what do you want to share over our Weezer podcast about our mix- <laughs> mixes? Uh, you know what? It doesn't seem appropriate, but we got to let the people know what we're about. Okay, so currently for me, and it's mostly like dancey type stuff, because there's even stuff like New Order and Wild Nothing in there, and like Neon Indian. Okay. But I really like Chromatics. There's a song called Blue Girl. Mm-hmm. And um, Cherry, which was sampled on a Schoolboy Q song, Oh, uh, Man of the Year. And I heard oh, that. Yeah, so Man of the Year is a great song. Because I love Man of the Year. Man of the Year is sick. But I, this song came on like a shuffle, and I was like, hey, I know that sample. Oh, I love and that And so the much. Chromatics Cherry is just a pristine song. I um, love it. Speaking of which, bringing it back to Weezer, hmm. Vic Mensa has an amazing song called Homewrecker hmm. that samples the bridge to um, The Good Life. Ooh. And it's so good. Um, and then at okay. the end, Rivers comes through with like this. Heavy ass hook. Oh my god, <laughs> that's cool. It's so good. Okay, let's let's go through your. Uh, well, how long? Well, okay, one song I before. have. Mine is. Um, I think mine's like thirty something minutes. I'm still curious. Oh, I'm still adding. Like every day or every couple of days, I'll have like. It's at thirty eight minutes at the moment. Yeah. Um, and I just my description is songs to sway to when you're feeling blue or Aww. not, whatever. <laughs> See, mine's at 37 minutes. Hey, we're close. Well, actually, this is inaccurate because I have a song that's not on Spotify on my home. Like, um, and it, it's the first song, and it's really, it's called Drip Dry Eyes, and it's by this, like, it's from, like, the 1980s or something from this guy named Yukihiro Takahashi. Uh-huh. Such a good song. I highly recommend it, but that's what it starts off with, and then it goes into chromatic. So yeah. it's really, really good sway type, like, you could just sway to it mm-hmm. type song. It's really, nice. really good. Any specific songs you want to talk about? Uh, on my playlist? Yeah. Um, I really like Blue Girl. It's pretty much straight to the point. It's mm-hmm. Blue Girl Blue being girl. sad. It's like being sad by being for being like in a town that doesn't understand you, I guess, kind of. So right. it channels back into like maybe doing this podcast is really kind of reverting back to like feelings of being a teenager and very awkward. And, yeah. And now I'm just an awkward adult. Well, that's you know? what Weezer's for because, <laughs> I mean, a million people have rightfully accused Rivers for having a Peter Pan complex. Yeah. And... But at the same time, a lot of the feelings that I have attached to any Weezer album, it's kind I of like now the old like the saying of you know everything old is new again, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm in that stage where everything I felt, or is at least similar to now, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and it's new again, and it's like I'm kind of reverting back to the, like feeling awkward and secure, lonely and yes. shy. So it's just kind of going backwards again. And it's just a cycle. You're just going to go, you're going to go in a cycle and you're going to go back up to, you know, feeling great again, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's just cyclical things in life. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you grow up, but you don't really, but grow you up. don't really grow up. Yeah. Like, do you ever grow up? No. Mm-hmm. Whoever has it figured out, like they're a liar. They're a liar. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. But there, it does seem like people do have it figured out sometimes. And you're like, damn dude, you are good for you. Yeah. I'm not jealous. Yeah. A little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> Not very. Okay, what about your playlist? What's your playlist, Scott? What you got? Mine is a lot of, like, melodic punk, a lot of, mm. like, alternative. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny. We were talking about this a few weeks ago, but the first song is Incinerate by Sonic Youth, mm. which... A 
great song. Amazing song. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I know. Which I'll... That, oof. If this wasn't so dancey and electro, I would probably put that mm-hmm. on there. Maybe I need to curate a new one, but that's such a solid mm-hmm. song. Yeah, for sure. Um, And then... The second song is um, a song by Antartago Vespucci called Don't Die in Your Hometown, which which is a good song, mm. but the bridge is what I'm there for. The uh, bridge lyrics, it's um, my greatest fear has never been dying alone. My greatest fear, or no, it, okay, yeah, my greatest fear um, has never been dying alone. It's slipping into the lack with someone I barely know. Ooh. Which I love because <laughs> Ew, provocative. oh my god! Because I mean, there's so many love songs, which is great. Because I mean, mm. love's a power of full emotion, and mm. so you write about it, right? But there aren't enough people saying that that finding someone isn't the be all end all. Yeah, that's true. Oh my god. And I, I've always felt kind of alone in feeling that. Yeah, that, like I love having someone there for me. Right. But at the same time, I need mm. need to pay attention to myself, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm learning that. Mm-hmm. So that's that's new for me, personally, because I think I've been fed so much of... There's there's somebody for everybody. Yeah, well, yes, but... You know? Especially for, like... It's hard to kind of unlearn that stuff. Yeah, I mean... Because, I mean... I mean, dudes, we get the, fed this thing where, like... Like, you're worth as much pussy as you get. Mm. I But I think women, even more so, are fed the... You're worth whatever man is interested in yeah kind of thing. yeah yeah and so like i'm un- learning both of those lies mm. are really important <laughs> it's true it's unlearning not learning but unlearning yeah, that stuff that's really hard yeah because like that whole both ideas will fuck you up yeah yeah like like but it, it does i guess it works for i don't like i don't want to shit on anybody who's actually that that's working for them uh-huh. you know like if they're in a great place great that's awesome. yeah yeah that's exactly and that's and it's still something that we all look for, but mm-hmm. it's, but, um, but at least for me, I have to remember it's not the be all and end yeah. all. But. That sounds cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to go look for your playlist. You <laughs> could look for mine if you're trying to throw a dance party in your living room <laughs> or something. Cause that's, it's mostly dancey stuff. Um, but I would like to work on a new like pansy pop mix and oh, get yeah. some twee in there. Yeah. You need to put, put that on Spotify. I know. I keep forgetting. I'm just too lazy. So, is there anywhere that the people can go to for Pansy Pop? I just have an email, and it's mostly for suggestions for like bands or songs or something that they'd like to hear. But I never get an email. What's that email? It's Pansy underscore Pop at Yahoo dot com. Yeah, we got two listeners, <laughs> and I'm sure yes. one of them would be down for some Pansy Pop. Yeah. Hey, well, I thought it, when a track was like a really cool thing, I was thinking of doing it there but now it's like pretty much dead so everyone's on spotify and that's why i switched to spotify i didn't have it for the longest time i just had like the free account yeah so i'm like okay well making playlists is really easy and that's all i really like to do mm-hmm. um it's fun to do so I'll, i guess i'll start doing it th- there it, it should be available pretty soon i'll put the new mix on there because it's really tedious for me to go back and do the other ones yes yeah because <laughs> you, there's some songs i have to rip from like a cd exactly to put on there because it's nowhere to be found online because how many pansy pops are there now there there's four. Okay, yeah, exactly. That's that's like forty songs of. Mm, yeah, it's a lot of songs. Yeah. So yeah, are we are we wrapping up our yeah, green we're wrapping album? Up. I'm kind of petering out. Is there <laughs> is there anything else? Um, 
No, you know, I'm glad we talked about it because, like I said, it was a happy place. Yeah. When I was thinking about what am I going to say about this, mm-hmm. I kind of just wanted to leave it open. Yeah. Um, and so, like, to genuine feeling. And genuinely, I feel like I had a great time when I was listening to it. Uh, I was really confused. I was really lost. But I was also having a lot of fun. That's awesome. And I was meeting people who were, are still in my life, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, it was a good time. Yeah, that's that's kind of the most exciting time where... Where it's like weird but fun and exciting and you're free for the first it's time. It's kind of like when you were discovering Weezer for the first time in college. Mm-hmm. I was already deep in yeah. and I was starting college around that time. So, exactly. You know. How yeah. Funny. Interesting. Nice. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I was still really shy and awkward, but yeah. it was coming out well, a little I bit. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're Weezer fans. That's what we do. <laughs> it's kind of a staple of the, the Weezer fan. Okay. Yeah. So that was, I mean, it was fun. Nice. Yeah. I forgot to do this the last podcast, but you're in a very Weezery band. Would you say it's very Weezery? Oh, it's hella Weezery. What are you talking about? Really? You know what? Yeah. We got some a couple of new songs that are very Ooh. Weezery. And what's that band called? Sci-Fi Caper. Mm-hmm. S-C-I dash F-I. And where can C-A-P-E-R. the people find you? We're on Bandcamp at sci-fi caper.bandcamp.com. And then we also have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, MySpace. <laughs> oh yeah, you're on my, well, oh, maybe after the first, oh, yeah. no. Never mind, we don't have that no anymore. No MySpace anymore. It's funny because a lot of the songs, like the early um, Sci-Fi Caper songs, were on MySpace. 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 Oh, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> but on MySpace, um, as early like versions oh, of yeah. the songs. So, and those are all gone. It's so sad to think. And what's the first EP called? Oh, yeah, the first EP was called In the Garage. There you go. I didn't See? even, that was, I guess it was intentional. I didn't even realize it. Yeah. Because we literally play, practice, and record in our garage. Not our garage, but our drummer's garage, mm-hmm. Jorge. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, nice. I guess it is very Weezer-inspired. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to be in a band because I saw Weezer and I thought it was cool. And I was like, I want to do that. Nice. I'd want to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. They look cool with those strats. <laughs> strats. Strats. I don't have one, but, you know. <laughs> well, you have a P bass. That looks like a strat, so. It's not a P bass, but it, it, it it's a little, like, short skill. Mm-hmm. Music master. Yeah. Squire. Yeah. Looks like a P bass, I exactly. guess. It's like a mini P bass, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and producer Ricky are in um, Satellites. That's right. Um, kind of angsty Weezer, I would say. Angsty Weezer. Um... New album, new EP Ooh. is uh, on the Sleepy Ghost Records Bandcamp. So just Google Sleepy Ghost Records, you'll Dot find bandcamp. us. Bandcamp.com. Um, yeah. Anything else before we go? Uh, no. I think that covers it for me. I don't mm-hmm. think I could talk any more about the Green Album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we kind of milked it dry. <laughs> we didn't get into lyrics or anything like that. It's mostly just how you felt. Yeah, when exactly. You were listening to yeah. it. Who needs feelings? All yeah. this podcast is about feelings. It no, it is. It really <laughs> it is. We're not dissecting the songs and going. Yeah. So what did Rivers mean when he said this? <laughs> no, it's just about how I felt when he said it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and that at the end, that's what art is. Yeah. It's who cares what they. Meant. What does it make you feel? What we felt. <laughs> but yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope I'm not like breathing hella heavy like last time. Probably. I, am. I hope I am breathing. <laughs> I need to put that vibe out there. <laughs> All right. Thanks, y'all. Goodbye. Signing off.